The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at table in his home, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat with Jesus and his disciples. The Pharisees saw this and said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? He heard this and said, those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. Go and learn the meaning of the words, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. If you visit Rome and you walk between two of the more popular tourist destinations in Rome, being the Pantheon and Piazza Navona, chances are you will walk by one of the 500 churches within the city limits of Rome. And all the churches in Rome are very unique and very special for one reason or another, but this particular church is special indeed. This is Chiesa San Luigi de Francesi, or the Church of St. Louis of France. And if you walk by this Church of St. Louis of France, you'll see almost all the time there are people congregating out on the steps, there's people going in and out of the doors quite frequently, unlike most of the other churches in Roma. And if you were to walk inside this beautiful church, you would see a very magnificent altar, lots of gold and very beautiful paintings. But you'd also see, almost always, a group of people around one particular side altar chapel. And if you were to walk towards that group and to see what they're looking at, you would look up and see three incredibly beautiful Renaissance paintings by Caravaggio, painter who lived in the uh, late 16th, early, early 17th centuries, um, considered to be a bad boy of Renaissance art for one reason or another. He, uh, he used, said that he would use prostitutes for his models sometimes, and, and he was able to use light and dark in, in ways that many of the Renaissance painters just weren't able to. And he really didn't become that popular until after his death. But people soon realized near his death and right after his death, he was able to use light and darkness in his paintings like, like few other, if, if any other Renaissance painters possibly could. And if you've ever stood in front of a, of a Caravaggio, especially an authentic, a genuine Caravaggio painting, you'll see that it's different than almost every other painting you've ever seen. His, his use, his ability to use light and dark, well actually it draws you into that scene. It's, it makes it so lifelike. I remember being in the Vatican Museum with my brother about a year and a half ago and I, and I pointed out a Caravaggio to him and I said, what's different about this painting? He said, it's like I'm there. 
like I'm in that painting. And my brother knows very little about Renaissance art, but he could, he could easily see that there's something different about Caravaggio. And as you're in the, the church of St. Louis of France, near this side ch chapel, this altar, you look up, you'll see three incredibly beautiful paintings. One of them is titled The Call of Matthew. And it describes the gospel reading, which we just heard moments ago. And I will do my best at explaining with my very simple words an incredible masterpiece of Renaissance art. Jesus Christ and Peter are in the right-hand side of the painting. It appears that they've just come through a door into a, a kind of a dark room, but there is, a, there is light coming through the, a window behind our Lord, and it's shining past our Lord uh, towards a table. And uh, there's a, a, a group of several men uh, sitting around this table. And our Lord is holding out his right hand, and he's pointing to somebody at the table. And he's pointing to Matthew. He can tell who Matthew is because he's pointing to himself. Matthew's pointing to himself as if he's saying, are, are, you, are you speaking to me? Are you calling me? It's very beautiful. And there's some very beautiful details in this particular uh, piece of art which are so powerful theologically and spiritually. First of all, and I, I could honestly spend hours talking about this painting, but I'll sum it up. If you were to look at the hand of our Lord, which is outstretched, you'll see that it looks very familiar. It looks very much like another famous hand painted in Rome, this one being on the Sistine Chapel by Michelangelo. The hand of God stretching out to create Adam. Reminds you of that. It's a very powerful reminder of that. In that, I think... Caravaggio is reminding us that God has created us and the Son of God has recreated us. The Son of God is, is reaching out to God the Father's creation and calling them back to his kingdom. It's, it's very awesome to see this. Another very beautiful aspect of this painting, and I know some of you have seen this, if you're to look at the clothing that, that Jesus Christ and Peter are wearing, You'll, you'll think that this is probably the type of clothing that, that our Lord and the apostles wore 2,000 years ago as they're walking around the hills of Galilee. But if you look at Matthew and his friends at the table, they're wearing clothing which would be typical of the period that Caravaggio is living in. Very ornate, very colorful clothing that you would associate with, with royalty or a, a, the court of a prince or a queen or something like that. Is it a mistake by Caravaggio? No. He's trying to make, I think, a very important point, which is Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and he's King of kings, Lord of lords, yesterday, today, and forever. 2,000 years ago when he called Matthew, he was Lord. He's Lord during the time of Caravaggio. He's Lord today. Now, he'll be Lord 5,000 years from now. And he's calling each and every person out of the space and time, out of the environment which they live in. Whether it was 2,000 years ago, or 400 years ago, or today, or 5,000 years in the future. Jesus Christ calls each and every person 
to himself to be a disciple, to follow after him, to follow after the Son of God. It's absolutely amazing to see this painting. I wish my, my words were doing it justice. When you see it, you'll say, holy cow, Father didn't do anything in describing the, the true beauty and grandeur of this, of this painting. Finally, you'll see at, the, at this uh, table which Matthew is, is sitting at, um, they're playing some type of, of uh, game probably at the table. And um, you'll see that some of them are, are paying attention, and, but Matthew is, is he's really focused. But I, what's, what's very important is, you know, what we heard in the gospel. When Matthew is called by our Lord, he didn't just keep that to himself. No, he invited Jesus to his house where he brings in sinners and tax collectors, and he's, they're getting beat up for this, right? Some of the, the, those who are critiquing, they say, well, why, why is the master, why is Jesus always eating with sinners and tax collectors? But Matthew couldn't keep this to himself. You know, he's called by the Son of God to be his disciple. How could he possibly keep that to himself? And I think the same is true for all of us. You know, that call that God gives to us, it's not just for you. Make no mistake about it. And especially when the, when the gifts of the Holy Spirit were given to you, they're not for you. They're for the community. They're to draw other people to our Lord. And I think that that's a very important point of discipleship that this gospel brings out and also that very beautiful painting of Caravaggio. You know, we can't keep this, this information, this, this call to ourselves. This past week, I was anointing somebody, giving them the sacrament of the sick. They're not associated with the, with the military. They're not part of this parish, so to speak. But I met them because I was introduced to them by somebody else. And it's then that I, after talking to this person, I, I realized that they could receive the sacrament of the sick and it would help them out tremendously. You know, this, this person who who uh, attends Mass here sometimes, they introduce me to this person. And I think the same is true for all of us here. You know, we, we cannot keep this, this call to ourselves, this information, this great news of the gospel. But we have to draw others back to Jesus Christ. As we continue with, with this Holy Mass, we, we first of all pray in thanksgiving for the gift of being created. And then we pray in thanksgiving for the gift of being recreated. And not just being recreated, but being called personally. Today, September 21st, 2020, you are being called by the same Lord Jesus Christ who called Matthew 2,000 years ago. The same Lord is calling you to himself. Calling you to step away from the distractions of this world, as he's calling Matthew to, to call him, or to call you back to himself continue with this Mass, we pray that we will have the courage and the strength and the grace to truly respond to that call, to leave everything behind in order to follow Jesus Christ, just as Matthew did. St. Matthew, pray for us.